Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Hey. Hey. Have you recovered from Studio 2054? No, I'm still getting over it. I'm still recovering from the girl hanging from the hula hoop upside down. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, one, I'm so glad you picked up the phone. Two. Slams it back down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everyone. Um, you know, we're shaking our tits still. <laughs> Um, in the wake of Studio 2054. But, um, you know, it's a new week, new day, new episode. So hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only, your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about Legends Only. Um, now that I think about it, I honestly think we should rebrand to Gay and Unhinged. <laughs> Um, yeah, we've been getting a lot of messages lately than the first five minutes of these episodes. Yeah, I loved the tweet that was like, basically every episode of Legends Only. And it was a scene from The Simpsons. where Oh my like, God. It's like mocking the view. Show. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, men. And everyone's like, boo. <laughs> Where's the lie? Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't feel as unhinged this week. Do you? Um, no, I'm coming back down to earth and I think it's the tryptophan and the turkey. I think I'm just really, um, did you have turkey no. by the way? <laughs> okay. Well, for me, it's the turkey. I ate a lot of turkey. So did you do like a I'm, big dinner? Uh, sleepy. Yeah. We got, we got a big bird. Um, we got the, I don't know how many pounder and we did the, um, the stuffing and the veggies and the pumpkin pie. Most importantly, I'm all about the pumpkin pie. Uh, wow. and yeah. It was just me and the family, the same family I've been living with for nine months. So <laughs> <laughs> everyone's sitting around the table like, what's new? Right. Uh, How was your day yesterday? Yeah. 
That's what all of our dinner conversations are. So I, I know what's new. I've seen you every day, all the time. Right. I'm like, yes. it's... no gossip. No. That's what I yeah. felt like. I was like, today's the same as yesterday, the day before right. well, that. You were just sitting around a table with your lamp, with your, you know, candle. Um. Yes, true. I did have a candle lit. I got a cheese. I liked your me on Thanksgiving where you're just having a full on conversation across an t- empty table. Oh, I had like a full, I had every emotion known to man experience on Thanksgiving. Don't we all always? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, literally. Oh. I was like, oh. I was like that, and then I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, and then I was like, ooh, the whole range of emotions. <laughs> and then everyone was like responding to my Instagram story when I went to Thirty Rock, and they thought that I was referencing the scene from Home Alone Two. Uh huh. And I was like, no, like I'm literally just go, like I'm just seeing the tree. Like I, it's not that deep, right? Yeah. Is the tree deformed this year, or was that just like? in process photo no they gave her extensions she's like fully she's full and then someone messaged me and said that it's um it's fake branch they do fluff her up and they put in um spray paint and like the whole thing to make her green yeah are you protesting in front of it now she's a fraud no fake trees (laughs) yeah right (laughs) plastic extension bitch Oh wow! I had no idea that they um they do that, but yeah, they you know what? A little bit. It's Hollywood. Yeah, they just yeah, you know, it's basically you know the evergreen version of big tits. So right, right, okay. Uh, you know, we all could use a little enhancement in life, especially me. I need my forehead done. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're like last week was your hair. Now it's your forehead. <laughs> yeah, I love how I was just like, oh, I'm not feeling that unhinged this week, and then here we go. Mm-hmm plotting your plastic surgery for the week (laughs) yeah to reverse the aging that i've been through in the past eight months (laughs) what what are you gonna do snatch it back like are you gonna do injections no i want laser oh okay yeah just like zap it resurfacing that's what it's called i think okay i don't know i'm just gonna walk in just to be like i don't care just zap my face (laughs) off That's fun. I did that once. Infrared, not with my forehead, with, um, uh, I ch- had a tester trial what run of a infrared sweat thing where they, Oh, I go, remember when you did that. Yeah. And they wrapped you up in like a baked potato and then you, they shoot lasers through you to make you sweat. And I had the option of watching a nature documentary or five foot two by Lady Gaga. So I just sat in my little death chamber watching her try and convince her dad that the album was good and <laughs> my stephanie Jeromato. like literally i'm dying there as she's like singing joanne but anyway it was a memorable experience i don't think i would do it again but uh i mean it was fun it was it was like a spa treatment i don't know Sounds a trial chic. i love love a trial so <laughs> well <laughs> put me on the yeah i'll be the first on the vaccine list too as i'm watching five foot two inject me with the microchip <laughs> Right, like everyone's vaccine comes with a copy of Chromatica. <laughs> like when everyone was complaining, you hear about... it in your head all the time. A thousand doves. <laughs> oh my God. Side effects include what was... a thousand doves playing on repeat in your head. I'll take it. Give me yeah. ten doses. Um, no, it's like when everyone was complaining about that iPhone that came out that had the Coldplay album. Oh right, it's like that basically. It, 
Yeah, you know what? It's a risk worth taking. The Chromatica vaccine coming soon from Stephanie. That's why she's been so quiet. She's been, she and Bill Gates are like putting it together now. Wait, did you see, speaking of our Stephanie, did you see the photo of that dentist that looks like Gaga on Twitter? (laughs) I was, someone tweeted, they were like, "Um, I've done this before. Show me your teeth. Show me your teeth. She is such a busy woman. She works at Starbucks. She works at a dental hygienist. She's just busy. Um, and that's why she hasn't been promoting Chromatica. She's locals. literally <laughs> inventing the vaccine for the locals. Wow. <sighs> well, well uh, where the hell were we? We just went off script. Here, we went off to Chromatica, as we often do. But back on Earth, we have Thanksgiving. And I think we should maybe jump into the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade? Yeah, we have a lot of things to discuss from this holiday now. uh, (laughs) I was... (sighs) So I'm walking through the park. I'm, like, having a meltdown, and I get this text from Brad, and it's just a video, and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, what is this? So Queen Allie Brooke, what did she even perform? Um, Did she perform all night? I don't think so. I think it was a festive song, but I didn't actually watch the full performance. It was really just that. Okay. (laughs) It was, um, it was on a float. Well, yeah, that's the point of the parade. Uh, and she was performing with the Blues Clues, uh, float. (gasps) Oh my God. Wow. (laughs) Didn't she, what was that? The Summer Spectacular? Yes. Wow. Oh, you know what? She did the she did the theme song. That's what she did. Oh. So she sang like we just got a letter. We just got a letter. <laughs> it's got a letter. I wonder who it's from. <laughs> Camilla, throw this out. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, no. She uh she represented for Blues Clues, but it was really all about the final note of her performance which led to Hoda uh, reacting with um, a note of her own. <laughs> I'm just going to insert the clip. Listen. <laughs> just and insert enjoy. it right here. Literally, literally Thanksgiving mood 2020. <laughs> As the fake dolphin CGI balloons float by on the screen. Okay. Do you see the chaos of the balloons? Yeah, because I saw it all over TikTok. So, like, this moment was also on TikTok. And then people were screaming about the dolphins. And I thought it was fake. So then I had to look that one up. I- yeah. It was like this dystopian fake balloon land where the they created CGI balloons so that people didn't have to do it because of social distancing. And so there'd be no reason for audiences to come out, I guess. But then also they made a fake Dwayne The Rock Johnson one uh, to promote his new TV show and him in the turtleneck look. And it was just like so, uh, so 2020, but also so deranged. Very weird to see fake balloons going down the screen. Um, probably great for everyone who was wake and baking on Thanksgiving, but otherwise it's just weird. Uh, and then the everyone was mad because the Rockettes couldn't even do their famous line kick because of social oh, distancing. right, because they have to be... Yeah, our number one search was like, why aren't the Rockettes in a line <laughs> doing their line kick, kick line? I... But then, like, other people are doing music videos where they're, like, making out. 
That's why I don't understand. So I don't know, but I don't get it. I don't get it. Ugh, well, so it no. was a kickless Thanksgiving Day parade um, with fake balloons, and to top it all off, <laughs> our queen. Yeah, there was one queen who was there in real life. That's right. Well, Allie Brooke was too, but all <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Of course, we are talking about, as always, every week, Miss BB Rexa came out <laughs> to sing Bobby I'm Jealous, <laughs> the new Baby It's Cold Outside, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the Thanksgiving Day Parade with the new Queen of Pop, um, Jenny O. <laughs> I can't. Like, I. <laughs> Ashley O is canceled and over. The Jenny O float featuring BB Rexa came by now there's way too many layers to this performance <laughs> because all right let's run through them so first of all the cruella Deville sort of look right like the, it was very like disney villain i was into that look fully covered like you know that someone at the end was like you can't have your tits out we need to put you in a full <laughs> cat suit from head to full toe cat suit, no giant yeah giant coat um a genio turkey float <laughs> And, uh, yeah, in Doja was was not available for this. That's, you know, so that's okay because the Jenny O turkey was there and the dancers who were socially distanced away from her. You know, it was a really, it was a really special performance. I have to stand because, like, <laughs> I love a queen of pop who does the parade and lip syncs because it's like, oh, I yeah. feel like it's a rite of passage, you know? There was also an incident that caused a headline where the glitter that was falling, the confetti, covered the screen and exactly covered BB at the end of the performance. <laughs> so, like, the camera was blocked out from actually seeing BB at the end of it. But, you know, it was a, it was a moment. So that has only getting us more hyped for an evening with BB Rexa coming soon in December. Yes, December 17th, right? We're ready for it. Yes. By Jenny O on iTunes as well. She served. Hey, I'm a ho. I'm Jenny O. <laughs> and uh, so were the dancers. So it was really. I love their a, like turkey chic look. <laughs> it's very turkey chic. Right? Yes. What are those things called? What is, what is that, that a feather thing that a turkey has? Um, a tail? I don't a know. A tail. I just feel like there's some kid at home like watching BB Rexa be like, what's the line where it's like, um, I can't help it if I love that the way that food tastes. And they're like at Thanksgiving, they're like, yeah, me too. Like, I don't, you know, really fitting for the season. It is. Yes. I, I really like it when the pop stars sing like very current songs that have nothing to do with Thanksgiving or Christmas. And like she's singing about being jealous of scrolling through Instagram in, on a giant turkey. <laughs> Why is it uh, so funny? It's so good. She is the gift that keeps on giving. I'm so excited for one night with BB Rexa coming soon. I hope. I just the only thing that was missing was her yelling at the non-existent crowd to sing along because the song was 50 weeks on the chart. Could you imagine? <laughs> she should have. Like she should have just screamed. And told the entire Macy's parade that the Jenny song was o. number one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but she did save Thanksgiving. Now, there was also another viral moment that happened 
Uh, this is we're gonna get canceled by PETA. Yeah, this is for the whole, poor, this whole section. Poor Poot. Um, this is another moment where Demi Lovato simply cannot get a break on the internet. So what happened was apparently at some point in her career, Demi did like a collaboration with a vegetarian, a vegan, or it wasn't PETA, I don't think, was it? No, it was like some, I, I forget what it's called. Yeah, but it was, it, it was something else. And uh, she's, it's a picture of her holding up um, a live yeah, she's, detail. she's like coddling a, a live turkey. It's uh, the company's called Farm Sanctuary, and uh, turkeys are bright social animals who enjoy being pet. Just ask Demi Lovato. Is the SpawnCon post, and she's holding a turkey. <laughs> and then the next slide <laughs> of the viral tweet is her turkey in the oven, <laughs> captioned "I'm thankful for all of you" from her Instagram. <laughs> it's so bad. It has nearly a million likes. It's gonna be so bad. <laughs> it has nearly a million likes on Twitter. Seven hundred fifty-eight thousand likes. Um. <laughs> now someone said this is not real, but is it real? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't check. I like this I could be fake real. news. It could be fake news. I I don't immediately see anything in the thread that denies it. (laughs) But everyone's mostly defending her. So I'm going to go ahead and say that this is... (laughs) This is real. Um, I love it. I... It's so bad. (laughs) It's really bad, but... Also really funny. Well... Some people have turkey, some some do not. Some people have sometimes some people can do both. So <laughs> that's that. She she <laughs> she can't win. She can't win featuring Kelly Clarkson. That's true. I guess that's about all of the Thanksgiving festivities that occurred. Yeah, I think it was an otherwise low key holiday. We obviously gave a shout out to Nicole Westbrook on socials, um, Timeless Turkey Queen. What were you thankful for this year? (laughs) Uh, I was thankful that I got through this year. That's about it. Basically, because everything else makes me mad about this year. Yeah. So I'm just fair. thankful that we got through it. Valid. I support that. How about you? I, yes. Our our health and our, you know, sanity, what remains of it. Yeah. I don't know if I still have that. But. Yeah. No, I don't um, know about that. Yeah. No, I'm thankful for my health. It's been like eight months. And I'm thankful that I have not gotten COVID. So, because um, I would die. Uh, I would D-word, uh, probably, because, yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> not sorry, not I, to be like, but, like, fact. I, like, my I have, I'm immunocompromised, so I'm like, if I get it. Well, let's not even think about yeah. that, and let's, we're gonna, we're all just gonna ride on through the pandemic in a safe and orderly way. Wait, speaking of um, Cornova, um, uh-huh. did you see the clip of Wendy? Because I saw this on TikTok, where she was talking about um, shit. What was she talking? She was talking about something. She was explaining something about like COVID. And then while she was telling the story, she coughed. Like she like choked on her, like, you know, 
sometimes like I cough too when I talk too fast. And she was like, yeah. oh, and like her, she literally looked like that emoji with the eyes bugging out. Oh no, I didn't see that moment yet. Yeah. I'll have to clip that and post it. So you guys yeah, can clip I'll that post it on for my the... Instagram story. Perfect. But yeah. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And also happy Thanksgiving to not happy Thanksgiving to the Recording Academy. Let's just say that. <laughs> right. Some people are not <laughs> thankful for right. the Recording Academy this year. Yes, the annual Stan Wars began with the 2020 Grammy Awards nominations this past week. Now, well, the positives first. Our Queen Dula Peep, Dua Lipa, I believe it was six nominations. Well-deserved. Very excited for her. Huge, huge deal. Chromatica. Um, Chromatica. I think we should have Stephanie. that conversation. I think we should have that conversation. Uh, there were some other wins. Chloe and Hallie. What other, not wins, nominations, but we're hopeful. And yeah, there, oh, folklore, of course. That was a kind of a, a given. Low key, like in my opinion, should win out it, album of the year. It, we it discuss might, that later. But the most glaring part of the whole thing was that The weekend is nowhere to be found in the nominations, despite having Blinding Lights, which is the longest running top 10 song in Billboard. Hot 100 chart history, which is crazy. Like that, that record is crazy alone. But then the actual album After Hours also was like critically and commercially successful, very popular. Which and is his difficult whole era, to get. Not everybody has that. <laughs> his whole era has been really polished. He has a character. He has the, you know, that sort of like bleeding nose character era going on he has a look an aesthetic this era the live performances have been particularly crazy he's got the super bowl coming and just the grammys as i tweeted were like okay and what would you like me to do about it (laughs) what would you like me to do about that (laughs) it is peculiar and there does seem to be some shadiness afoot now they're he called them out. He said they were corrupt, and he said he demands transparency. And then a TMZ article came out saying that there may have been an ultimatum given to him between the Grammys and the Super Bowl, which is weird because they're both on CBS, so we're not sure if that's accurate. But something there's something to this. Something seems shady about it. And obviously, we don't really stand men in this house. We, Although I do really like that song, and of course our queen does, because every five seconds, Brittany was dancing to Blinding Lights uh, on her Instagram. And so was everybody else on TikTok. It is just so glaringly... It's an, it's an obvious omission that seems weird. But anyway... Well, yeah. um, you know, I haven't taken the Grammys seriously since they snubbed the burlesque soundtrack. So I don't know why everyone all of a sudden is all mad at the Grammys. They've been corrupt since 2010. That is true. So, and I've never cared about the Grammys because the first time Madonna got a Grammy was for Ray of Light in 1998, which is ridiculous. Anyway, uh, I, I genuinely, I, we've, we've had our rants before. Like, I don't care about award shows at all. I think they're completely, obviously they're subjective and it's wonderful to win an award, but I, I just don't think it defines success. So many of our faves have never won a Grammy and that doesn't make them any less of a fave or legitimate. So I never get too wrapped up about it, but like, as this is the most prestigious award show allegedly of in music, it just seems strange I find the drama interesting because of the omission of 
one of the biggest stars of the year. It's very strange. And you can't really argue, oh, popularity doesn't mean anything because like Doja Cat Say So got nominated and that was like a straight up TikTok hit. So it's like, what was the criteria? I don't know. Yeah, it is weird because I mean, like you said, we don't stand men, but like, right. To me, I always feel like the Grammys should be the one award show compared to the other 500 that there are nowadays. Um, yeah. Including the Legends Only Awards coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> the Grammys the are only canceled. award show that we do stand. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, I feel like every other award show, like the AMAs, the back to the Billboard hot number 100 song, whatever, um, MAs. They all are like stan wars, in my opinion. Like, it's all based on social media and, you know, who's going to show up and who are we going to get to perform. But I feel like the Grammys should be like the one award show that's based on charts and sales. Yeah, I don't know. I I find it very strange. And I think I just kind of live for the, the drama of it because I find it very interesting. And it does seem like there's something to the story here. So we're going to have to, we'll have to wait and see on this one. But the chair of the Grammys is Harvey Mason Jr. And you might know him best as the producer of Mannequin from Circus. <gasps> <laughs> so it is what a bit iconic. to be the chair of the Grammys? Like... I, like the head. I think the head of it. Uh, sorry, not the chair, the chief. Chief, chief, chief. <laughs> okay. He's the Recording Academy interim chief. And yeah, he produced Mannequin. So that's basically all, all I have to say about that is it always comes back to Britney, basically. Right. Well, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Anyway, all right. We talked about enough about the Grammys, although we did mention her name, Madonna. First audio win was 1998's Ray of Light. I know she won something for Blonde Ambition before that, but I'm talking about music. Anyway, in regards to music, she managed to upload Hung Up in HD after 15 years. Yeah. Right? It's it's been a while. It's been a while. And while she did that, (laughs) I don't know if you saw the drama online, but the legendary soccer player Maradona died that day. Oh. Argentine soccer player. Very legendary. Considered one of the greatest players of all time. His name was trending. Unfortunately, many people thought that Maradona was Madonna. So very briefly, a part of Twitter thought that Madonna had died, and then she went trending, and it was a lot of people screaming about Madonna's not dead. And at the same time that happened, she tweeted, Hung Up's available in HD. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I thought she was trending. I was like, oh my God, Confessions Tour, MDNA 90 coming soon. It's, uh, no, she was trending because people thought she was dead. (laughs) Oh. Which is the way of Twitter these days. So Madonna's alive and well. She is posting with her boyfriend and posting her son dancing on her Instagram as usual. And uh, yeah, MDNA anniversary stuff coming probably when the movie comes. I hope. The video looks so good in HD. It really does. Also, her Grammy performance of Hung Up, so good. We do use the Grammys sometimes. Right. For- <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, what a uh, moment. Do you remember when um, Nikki performed uh, Roman Holiday at the Grammys? One of the most memorable. Iconic. Iconic performances ever. 
Well, Truly mania. <laughs> Grammy deep dive coming later whenever the Grammys We are. don't stand men. We don't stand Grammys. No. But, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk about it. in January, right? Yeah. Well, we'll see if we get there. Um, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Grammy Award winners. Oh, yes. For our favorite song ever, Toxic. <laughs> Best dance recording. Yes, difficult to get. Legends only have them. It's true, though. Kylie has a Best Dance recording. Britney, I think Madonna does. Maybe not. Anyway, we're talking about Miss Britney Spears once again in the headlines. Well, the fan headlines. It's quieter. Um, For a new release, just what we wanted. uh, The fourth anniversary reissue of Glory, a double vinyl in a thousand quantity or something obscure in Germany or something featuring two new songs swimming in the stars, which we've heard about already coming to urban outfitters. And now matches is also coming. What was that? (laughs) As we talked about on our thread, clearly this was written about her gym burning down. Is it? (laughs) I don't think so. I will have to see. But isn't it so awful that like I go so hard for glory and I could not possibly give a flying fuck about any of this? No, I don't. It's so either. embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. It's unreal. It's causing civil wars among the already divided fan base. Now, <clears throat> in keeping with what I said last week, I'm not interested in buying this. I'm not interested in purchasing more merch from Britney right now. It's too awkward and embarrassing and and sad and awful that they are continuing to pump out things at a time when she's making headlines suggesting that she's not okay with it. So I'm not into buying it. I, I'm not faulting people who want it because it is very tempting and exciting to get new things, especially from her. Yeah, I, I will don't say the think, artwork's cool. Of course. The and I don't on like the sky and shit. I don't fault fans for feeling conflicted because they want new Britney stuff, but also don't know how she feels and all of that. But well, for also me, imagine it's... if you were a Britney fan, wouldn't this be a dream? If you were a Britney <laughs> fan that had no knowledge of the internet and you were just like <laughs> living um, like yeah. you're a local <laughs> fantasy and you're like, oh my God, a new Britney yeah. CD. Wow. Of I course. love this. And many people are like, I, I do think there are a lot of fans who really don't get too involved in the, the drama of it or know about the drama that much and are just kind of blissfully unaware. Uh, but, you know, who's been keeping up with it is, has their own feelings about it. And for me, it's once again, I'm just like, I'm not touching it. I will listen to the song when it hits the internet. I will probably love it. And, you know, and that can all change the second. If she hits a video upload and she's like, hey, buy my reissue, like, or I really like my song matches, of course I'll stand. But right, right now. Like, remember when she did that video, Dancing to Breathe on Me, in the right. bikini? Like, if she did that to Swimming in the Stars, I'd be like, oh my God, number one hit. I stand. Yeah. Oh, buying absolutely. the vinyl. Absolutely. I just need any indication that she is into this, that she wants this, that, you know, because enough is enough. It's like, at what point does it feel too gross to, you know, continue to endorse all this merch, all these releases, all the anniversary shit? It's just like, does she like it? Does she want to do this? Because it, it's getting weird. It, it, well, it's been weird. but oh, Has it? <laughs> now it's just like, and also it's just like, for the fourth anniversary, this doesn't even make sense. It's right. like what? Like what if the fuck everyone would look back at everything I've been saying and praying and preaching and saying and praying, 
on right. the original glory copy before they even put Tanache on it, which, you know, that's no shade, but like, let's, you know, the yeah, there OG was a... original CD pressing is fucking iconic. <laughs> uh, but and yeah, speaking yeah. of merch, you know what I did on Thanksgiving or no, not Thanksgiving. Cause I, yesterday, last night <laughs> I was like, what? Um, after I got drunk watching studio 2054, I got drunk uh-huh. and I ordered cascade merch. Oh, from okay. Black Friday. Well, I like woke up this morning to like all these emails and I was like, what? I bought more candles work. and a fucking hoodie from Cascade. That sounds exactly like what you would do after one too many spike seltzers. So <laughs> I think that that is a good idea and I endorse that. Yeah. <laughs> Swimming in the spike seltzer tonight. <laughs> Oh God! Yes, our plight continues, but we'll we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, on, a lot of uh, and seeing. Yeah, a whole lot of that. But she still seems to be having a good time, vacationing and whatnot. So we're just gonna keep on hoping that she's having a good time and a peaceful life. Yes. Um. What a peaceful <laughs> life. What's that like? <laughs> well, you know, on the subject of uh, getting drunk and watching Studio Twenty Fifty Four. Oh. Um, where was I going with that? Well, I think there were some outfits from that. Oh, that yeah. We needed <laughs> I got to drunk discuss. and bought a Cascade hoodie. So <laughs> You did. <laughs> uh, serving looks. Hit it. High fashion. <laughs> oh, so Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh, my God. That's so high fashion. So high fashion. <laughs> okay. So last night, well, yesterday, a month ago, whenever it was that you're listening to this, it doesn't make any sense, but... You know, time is a social construct. Yeah, at one moment in time, Dua Lipa did Studio 2054. And she brought us back in time. That is my high fashion moment. Now we go into full detail of Studio 2054 on the Patreon bonus episode we this week. But I'm going to shout out the moment that FKA Twigs got on that pole mm-hmm. as like my high fashion. I mean, I love a stripper pole. She yep. was serving. It was like a simple silhouette. I was like, oh my God, that's a billboard. I want to be up there. I want to do that. I completely agree. I also felt like it was a bit chromatica. Like I felt like it was a weird alien kind of look. The the poofy things around her, like that poof look was very like, Stephanie might be into that. Mm-hmm. So also, I was very into that. One of the dancers um, with the blue, um, like feathery, uh, I don't even know, what's that fabric called? It's like the... Um, it was like a short mini dress with like a halter top and she had this like slicked back ponytail. It was so chic. She was giving me like the silhouette of Christina at the 2003 VMAs and the pink feather dress, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like it was blue. Yeah. Shout out to her too. I hope she's having a lovely day. She was serving. <laughs> she was serving. Everyone was really serving. And yes, I, we will go into in detail. My favorite was the look at the end of the performance from Dua, I just think, well, the whole performance, she looked gorgeous, but that sort of the details around her and the butt cutout, very Cher um, at the Oscars from way back in the day. I just loved that look on her. And I thought it was quite a stunner of a finale from her. And was yeah, that the, I, uh, custom Mugalea. Yes. Isn't that, that's oh my, what it's, my God. Fashion. That's how it's pronounced, right? Yeah. Okay. I was like, is it Muggler? Oh Anna Wintour is shaking. No, it's, it's T. Wintour. Mugler. Mugler. I don't know how I know that. I don't know either. But I did I'm go to FIT. 
but well, like sometimes it seeps through i guess yeah. <laughs> i went to the fashion <laughs> institute of technology oh, fashion yeah i went to the high fashion <laughs> editorial institute of technology here in new york for graphic design i know that's nothing like, about fashion that's that's gaga talking about tish is you talking about fit <laughs> literally <laughs> <laughs> Right? She's like, I went to NYU. Yeah. Yep. The new school. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely into that look. And yeah. Oh, you had another one, though. Oh, yeah. Speaking of our Stephanie, which mm-hmm. I just saw moments before calling you, she started singing Sign from Above. And I was like shaking. But then I realized it was just a Valentino spawn yes. con. Yeah. She has not done so your dog's actual chromatica. My dog has been waiting for Sign from Above to be a single forever. Yeah. And instead what we're getting... nominated (laughs) Sign from Above, by the way. That's true. That's a fact. And she's done everything she can to do everything but promote the actual album. But she has been getting a lot of money. So we've got the House Labs, (laughs) Valentino. She's working on like two movies. She has no time for this album, but we stand. She's saving up for the Chromatica Ball. Honestly, she might be. So... We support and stand. Yes, the Valentino SpawnCon. Delicious. What a random choice. Yeah. Well, if she ruins a thousand doves with some fucking SpawnCon. Well, she could always do that for uh, like. Um... <laughs> she could just strut down a hallway and it'll, or not a hallway, but like um, a grocery store aisle and it's just all a thousand bottles of chicken uh, wings. Dove. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> Brad, we were already canceled by PETA. <laughs> Right, I know. Genio, Genio (laughs) cooked doves. (laughs) She could do a dove campaign. She probably will now. I mean, we just said it, so someone's probably going to do it. Okay, we have manifested. Yeah, and it's just like a thousand bottles of shampoo or whatever a dove is. Soap, right? (laughs) Yes, soap. Yeah, a thousand flying soap bars. Uh, I can see it. That's a billboard. I Yeah, I can see it. That's the thing. Did you see that thing on TikTok where people were like, um, saying that Dove soap cures acne. I did. I've watched a few of those videos. Should I try it? I don't think it actually cures acne. I think it's just people aren't washing their face. So when they oh. do it, they're like washing their face. Wow, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But I, I'm, yeah, I'm not on that journey yet. But I do, I do use Dove soap. Not sponsored, but if Stephanie and Dove would like to sponsor us, we're all for it. A thousand doves. Yeah, new music video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. I'm just so excited. Can you believe it's like 2020 and I'm shaking over Lady Gaga getting a Grammy? Stranger things have happened. This is That's really true. a... <laughs> right, yeah. That is... Everything we knew has been turned on its head. I and know. now you're the biggest little monster. Well, I was in the beginning. We've been on this journey. Yes, we have. Yeah, well, you know what journey we're about to go on next? What's the journey? New music. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Another <laughs> blast. We need that. a theme song for new music at this point. Uh, what could it be? Uh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my brain's not working fully today. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to look that one up. New, but once. New. I also don't want to get sued. So, like, I can't just, like, make a parody of another song, you know? Yeah, no, I understand. Okay, we'll we'll just say new music so we don't get stricken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, anywho, do do you have a first aid? Here I am. I'm like, oh, I don't want to make a new yeah. song. I'm gonna get sued. It goes into full. 
<laughs> do do you have a takedown notice aid from kid Dawn? Handsy. Who? Uh, she couldn't afford it. Um, <laughs> oh, my, oh my god! Wow. Oh, sorry, it's bad. The Aubrey stand is jumping out. <laughs> Did I ever tell my Aubrey O'Day story? Don't we all have an Aubrey O'Day story? Um, this we literally do. I don't. I can't remember if I ever told it. I'm getting to that point in the podcast where I'm forgetting things we've talked about. I don't think you did. Um, okay, so I stand Danny Kane. Like, by the way, that was a joke. Like, Queen Andrea. But, like, you know, the first two albums, the only two albums, mm-hmm. are fucking iconic. Um, so, back in the day, you know, um, there's a show called Celebrity Apprentice. Now, don't get me started. I Anyway, Teresa Judice was on it one season. And she was on with Aubrey O'Day. And one day I am going to the dentist and I'm walking down the street in Manhattan. And all of a sudden I'm on the corner and Teresa Judice and Aubrey O'Day are just on the corner with these little fucking hats and um, aprons. And they're trying to get people to buy sandwiches. And I'm like, that's fucking Teresa Judice like on the corner. So obviously I wanted a picture. So I asked if I could take a picture with Teresa and it's her and Aubrey and she goes, she takes my phone and Aubrey is like, Oh, like you want a picture? And then Teresa goes to Aubrey, like in her face. She's like, uh, no, he said he wants one with me. <laughs> and Aubrey was like stunned. And then Teresa yanks my phone out of my hand, gives it to Aubrey. And it was like, take the picture. And I was like, uh, <laughs> so I have a picture with Teresa Judice on the corner out of nowhere, randomly, that was taken by Aubrey O'Day. That's my Legends Aubrey only. story. Yeah. And she was like in the BB Rexa red hair. Yep. Yeah. She was, baby, she was jealous. <laughs> she was in that moment. <laughs> she literally was. And I was so, I was so upset because I was like, oh my God, I stand Danny Kane. But like, I was so shook at how loud Teresa yelled at her that I was too scared to like say anything. Yeah. It's for the best for your own safety. Yeah. Yeah. I've once made brownies with, with Aubrey on, on, it's on YouTube. It's you iconic. can check it out. It's so good. It's, um, yeah. It's really funny. You're, she did a lot of self promo. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. She had it ready. She, she's a, a businesswoman. She knew what she wanted. She knew exactly when to time, like a FaceTime with her then beau, um, what's his name from Jersey Shore? Uh, oh, um, D, uh, DJ Pauly Z. DJ Pauly. Yeah, she was having that moment with him because they were on the X show or whatever. And, whatever the fuck yeah. your name is. <laughs> and then she did the uh, FaceTime with Shannon to talk about Dumb Blonde. And it was all very calculated. But uh, you know what? It was uh, entertaining. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so. We stand. We tease, but we stand. We did. We were there. We were at the Hammerstein, not Hammerstein, the Webster Hall, Danny Kane. We were. Oh, my God. I almost fainted. Yeah. One of the many times that you yeah. almost fainted. That was in the wake of, you know, my concussed moment. Yeah. So I was like shaking. I was like, oh, my God, the floor is rattling. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> but like, oh, my God, Andrea, I'm shaking. Anyway. <laughs> um, so speaking of Danny Kane, um, obviously, <laughs> November... 2020 it is time to add the target bonus track from welcome to the dollhouse make me sick onto streaming <laughs> this was on my release radar and i was like what was that 
<laughs> Literally, what was that? Yes, if anyone was curious, out of nowhere, on the Danny Kane official account on streaming on November 27th, Make Me Sick randomly appeared as a Target edition bonus track from 2008's Welcome to the Dollhouse. You know, it really takes you back to that era. I, I have all the time in the world for Welcome to the Dollhouse, so it was so a nostalgic good. moment. I just, at first, so can I tell you what I originally thought? I saw it on my release radar, and I was like, did they really just release a song called Make Me Sick in the Middle of a Pandemic? And I started, like, busting out laughing because I was like, Aubrey would do that. Right, she would, yeah. But We are no, frightened I... of Cornova. <laughs> but then I, then it, you know, it clicked. I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, I know this from something. And then, yeah. No, yeah, Aubrey got in there. She called Apple, and she said, we're going to look this one up and put it on streaming. <laughs> So she did, and that's where we're at. Um, so if you're check- checking up on the latest DC, not DC, DK, there you go. Are it's they down to like here. DK2 now? Right, it's like DK1 and three-fourths. Yeah. No, it's really just, we'll see. I We always hold out hope for our girls, but yeah, it's uh, it's not. DK3 was a moment, though. Was it? Lemonade. Oh, wait, okay, Lemonade was a bop. Yeah, Lemonade, Lemonade. What was the other one that I really like from um, Eyes on Horizon? No. That was a good one too, though. Oh. But yeah, it was a a time, the best of times, the worst of times. Yep. (laughs) Anywho, back to 2020. Back to 2020. Yes, we have some new releases. One of the best songs of the week, in my personal opinion. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Yeah. Lucid by Rina Sawayama. Yes, that's true. Did I pronounce true. that right? You did. Okay. You got it. Yes. I was having like a Nicole Scherzenberger moment. I kept mispronouncing <laughs> it and I was like, oh my God, I'm fucking canceled. No, you you got it. Yeah, Rina is back with a new song called Lucid, produced by Blood Pop of Chromatica fame. And it definitely gives you that Chromatica journey. It's very housey, bubbly, fun vibes. She actually did it two years ago, which means she was slightly ahead of her time because it sounds like she did it at the same time or slightly before Gaga was working on Chromatica, which is cool. Um, yeah, so Rina Sawayama, if you don't know, you got you got to know her. She's got one of the best albums of the year in Sawayama. It's got Excess, which I think is pretty much the standout song. She performed that on Fallon. She did, and it is one of our best performing performances of 2020. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. She's Deserved. an icon. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so get into that. So the whole point of Lucid is that she is releasing a deluxe edition of the album this December. It's going to have a lot of the features that she's released over the year and some remixes and some unreleased songs. So this was a nice way to kind of ramp up the attention again on the album. And for anyone who hasn't checked it out yet, you can get into it. It's really good. Very fusion of genres, very Max Martin meets kind of J-pop, kind of very maximalist pop sound. So that's that's the lucid vibes. But yeah, it's so bouncy and fun. It's definitely one for the one for industry if it's still around. It's so good. I have like this weird, like she almost feels like a fantasy to me because we haven't had like a concert. Oh, I've been to a concert from her. But like in the in the wake of this like massive album. Oh, oh, oh. oh you know what oh, I mean? Like yeah, it feels no. like this would be a moment where we'd be like at her show and it would be like, you know, 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's like all the great albums this year, which this year is unstoppable with music and we don't get to see any of it live. I do hope that she gets to do it some sort of virtual moment. She had a tour that she pushed back and rescheduled 500 times and I feel bad about it. And it's harder for her because she is a new artist and there's, you know, the momentum needs to be coming strong to to sell those shows because you know, you're just starting out. So she has it though. She is such a, um, yeah, she has a, a strong social following that will be there. Yeah. So a good move to re-release the album right now buys a couple months more of attention and hopefully she gets to go out on the road or at least put together something cool online. So, um, also in new music this week, one of my Queens, one of my K-pop Queens, Chung Ha, is making her basically her western debut with rehab if you don't know him he's remixer producer dj oh i stand oh my god that's sierra we, song oh uh, yes and he's done some really big rihanna remixes like his name is everywhere in, in remix world like it's rehab with a three in it <laughs> you've you've seen it for sure um they have a song together called dream of you all English collaboration. She actually lived in Dallas for a while, and so she's fully like bilingual. She signed with 88 Rising, which is a label, and she's going to make a crossover moment happen with this song and a debut album coming in January. Very excited for her. She's one of my new faves of the new girls. She was in a group called IOI, and now is solo and she got a lot of attention online among the gays earlier in the year for her voguing in this video for stay tonight and a lot of the gays stand so she's back dream of you once again the choreography is so good there's like this hat moment that i love in the video and i'm hopeful for her obviously the crossover moment is really difficult to get not almost nobody has that it's really hard but you know with these dance features you never know you never know what could strike and become a big hit or a tiktok hit there's there's different ways in so okay i'm looking that one up definitely got to look that one up definitely a bop so get into dream of you by chung ha and rehab moving along there is an album that we've been talking about for the entire year pretty much steps are finally here with their album what the future holds and i'm very excited for them and i think this is another stellar it's insane because they've been around since five six seven eight was like 98 like basically britney's career length because they toured with britney that's why always like frame of reference so to still be going strong for that long and arguably have some of their best music is just so impressive i highly recommend several songs in the album one touch clouds uh there's one song that they released a day before called to the beat of my heart which is i did listen really to that fantastic. one I pressed yes. play thinking it was going to be a Hillary Duff cover, and I was like, oh. <laughs> no, that one is actually, so this is a nerdy-ass thing. So this song was written by MNEK and Molly King of the Saturdays. It was, I believe, supposed to be her third solo single. So Saturdays fans and Girls Aloud fans will really like this one because it sounds just like a Girls Aloud slash Saturdays song. It's very that. And yeah, it's... A great album, very up-tempo, very gay, very camp. I've definitely got some messages of people saying like they checked it out because we've talked about what the future holds and the first songs that came out of it. And 
from what I hear, they are close to, I think they're in second place on the UK albums charts, which is phenomenal. And apparently they're selling better than places three to 10 combined right now. So it's just them and Gary Barlow, who's a legend in his own right, for number one. And yeah, they're killing it. And in a better world, in Earth 2, I would have been at the What the Future Holds tour with Sophie Ellis Bexter right now. But maybe next year. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. I need to get my steps in, if you will. Um, uh, uh, listen to that one. I do like What yeah, the Future Holds. Yeah, it's it's a really good, you'll enjoy it for the walkings around the city vibe. So yeah, there's that. Then bringing down the BPM quite a bit, we have Taylor Swift. I know this is what I was getting my steps into this weekend because it's like, you know, oh, it's like, you know, everything is, the trees are dying and it's very, you know, autumn. Folklore. Yeah, emotional. Yeah, this album's really hitting right now. Uh, Folklore gets a special Long Pond Sessions Disney Plus special and full album release, which is very generous. Uh, she sang the whole album through as an acoustic moment. Not super, like it's just slightly stripped down. It's live vocals. It's really good. The special was really good. Did you watch? I did. I learned a Twice. lot about. Can you believe? Oh, Can you I cannot believe? believe. The Swifty has jumped out. I can't even believe Truly. it. Truly. I really liked learning about her process and the song meanings, um, especially, obviously, This Is Me Trying is my fave and. I liked what she had to say about it a lot. It really added a lot of... It just really justified why that song does it for me. But also, um, it got really heavy when she was talking about, you know, how the pandemic was affecting everything and how she was thinking about the people who were working, which people suspected this was what the song was about in... Uh, what what call it? Epiphany. Uh, Epiphany. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love this song. It's gorgeous. It is. So I I thought that was a very deep and special meaning there. And yeah, I just really loved this whole special. And I know it's it's not a pop spectacle, but that is not what this album is. It's this special didn't, you know, pretend to be anything other than what it was. So I really appreciated that. And yeah, I thought it was a really good job. It was really well filmed. I thought the audio was great. The cinematography was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, I loved hearing her talk about the songs because I feel like, I mean, yeah, like all of her stuff in the past was always gossipy. Like it was always about men or like some sort of headline. And this, <laughs> I thought it was really cool seeing her switch it up into something more introverted a little bit. Yeah. And calmer. I don't know. I just... I, yeah, because she got to say, you know, these were narratives that weren't necessarily about my life. Right. So rather than trying to figure out which X this is about. However, one of the cool parts of this, which not to take away from her contributions, is that her boyfriend, Joe Allen, um, was a co-writer on two of the songs. She revealed it in the special. He was the mystery writer, William Bowery, which, I mean, that's really hot that she like walked in on him like singing a chorus and she decided to like ask him to collab. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> the talent oh my god that's so hot <laughs> just like, it's like me sitting like, on, a, on a notebook writing yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he just wrote the word betty and she was like i'll take oh, it oh my god it's so hot <laughs> i just think well i i don't know this seems to be like a really good without reducing her to relationships it seems like this has been for a while anyway and 
it's cool that he is creative. That maybe that's the biggest takeaway. It's really cool that he was playing piano enough and uh, well enough that she wanted to take steal a melody from him. You know that I forgot that she even had a man. Yeah, she, and that's been very purposeful, I think, because she has said in the music and in interviews, like she's trying to lead as normal a life as she can. And she knows the more she talks about him, the more it's the focus of the tabloids and everything. So she tries to keep it on the low for the most part, but sometimes they have hot and steamy songwriting sessions together, apparently. And I'm into it for her. And she seems really at peace, not to make a reference, but I see what you did there. She does seem to seem to be like really in her element. And right now, obviously the big news is that she confirmed she's re-recording the masters. She is in the process. She said that her favorite song to redo so far is love story. She's really smitten by her young vocals on the song. She said like hearing her tiny voice at that time compared to now. And I have to, during the performance, I did think about that, the, the long pond sessions. Like, she sounds different to me, like a more veteran singer-songwriter than kind of... It just feels light years away from me. Right. <laughs> I was thinking that this week, too, when I was listening to uh, My Kind of Christmas by Christina Aguilera the other night. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is little Bobby Christina vocals. Yeah, sometimes when you grow up with them, you don't really think about it, and then you go back and you're like, wait, that is a child singing. That or is... you perform to them 20 years later <laughs> on stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, some some of our faves do not change the vocals, yes. Oh. But, uh, yeah, so I'm excited for Taylor. I mean, it's bittersweet, obviously. It would be cool if she could have her songs back. But, yeah. you know, this is I feel is like interesting... she's going to get there. I really do. Yeah, and I do think this is still, like... You know, some people do greatest hits compilations and they re-record all the songs. That is not the most weird thing. So... I still think this would be a very successful thing for her to do. And yeah, I I still don't under, quite understand the logistics of how that's legal to do. But if it works, then it works. I also I really like she'll... the lakes. Just wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah, I do like so the lakes too. The lakes. And I love the story about it. Because I was like, what is... I just thought it was Yeah, about, what like, lake? Um, I just thought it was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, you just go to a lake and it's like calm. But it was like actually yeah. a story behind it. I was like, wow. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the biggest uh, takeaway from the special was all the stories that she told about why the songs were. And she's a storyteller. She really is. Like, she really is good at evoking emotion and nostalgia. And I don't know, the Swifties jumping out. She's a writer, just like you. A little writer girl. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to get you in the, the vocal booth studio. Yeah, maybe I'll be with the next William Bowery with Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> Moomoo's in the writing credits, mystery writer. <laughs> uh, Moomoo's, the baked ZD sessions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Dead. Uh, well, I think we've arrived at the main attraction. Well, that's an objective opinion. I think subjective, but yes. Oh. (laughs) I'm not the writer of the group. So anyway. Yeah, I I shouldn't say main attraction. I should say the most high-profile release of the week, probably, or the most anticipated. Yes, it's time to get a little country, get a little rock and roll. It's Miley Cyrus, Plastic Hearts. Your thoughts? So... 
on first listen, I was like, okay, what is this? But then <laughs> I got so into it, especially the night crawling and also the song with Joan Jett. Ugh, bad yeah, karma. Bad karma. I'm not gonna impersonate the beat because that's inappropriate. It's kind of gonna sound. It's gonna sound like your Thanksgiving song, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're not gonna impersonate that, but like we're not uh, obsessed with it. Also, I really like the. Um, which one do I really like? Those are like the standouts for me. Yeah. And also, I, hate me. which oh yeah. And I think it's really surprising, actually, that the standouts are the ones with features with Billy Idol and Joan Jett, because I feel like a lot of the time when we have a really big pop star who does a feature with a legend or another pop star. What do you say about pretty girls? Well, oh, (laughs) the exception to the rule. Uh, I just always feel like it's almost the headline is bigger than the song. Like the the fact that they collaborate is almost bigger than the song. Not to throw shade at our girl, but like Gaga and Florence Welch, Hey Girl on Joanne was like not... Never heard it. (laughs) Well, okay. But it wasn't it for me. And, uh, you know, I I think often those... I, I, I actually like genuinely do love Sign From Above, but I know that a lot of people don't. And that, again, is like Gaga and Elton, and that gets a lot of... It almost overshadows the song sometimes. But I actually think that these features are the standouts as well. I, I From first play, I've been pretty obsessed with it. I haven't really stopped listening. I We've kind of said it from the beginning that ever since she's been doing rock covers, which has been like since years ago, I mean, she did Rebel Yell with Billy Idol all the time ago. And obviously the streak of summer covers, the Cranberries, Edge of 17 with Stevie, like, She's just been nailing it and she's made for this. And I really do think that she's finally hit her stride, her groove, her lane. Like, it just feels right that she's doing rock and roll. I do think she's a modern rock and roll star, even though that term is kind of dead. Who else has kind of like lived that kind of rock star life of superstar fame, you know, the industry sleaziness and navigating, you know, drugs and sex and all these high profile relationships and the breakups and, like, she is a rock star, I think, and her voice is so fucking cool and gets even more gravelly the longer she's going on. And I think she just sounds at home being like, I'm not a, a role model, fuck my reputation. That must be really freeing for her because I think she grew up in the Disney machine and this is like the middle finger. You know, it was already starting with bangers, obviously. And then she went off the deep end and dead pats even more. But I feel like this is a really refined Miley that's like rebellious, but it just feels right. It's like her can't be tamed, but like the adult version. Yes, I I said that. a bunch of grit. Absolutely. I said in my review that it's like can't be tamed was the suggestion of what she was always going to become. It was always going to be, that was always her mission statement. She says in Midnight Sky, like, I was born to run. Like, that is her. She says it loud and clear in these songs. Like, I'm not going to be faithful. I'm, like, cold-hearted, whatever. But, like, that's her. Fair warning. At least she's honest. She's not your robot. Robot, too. Like, all of that is, like, full circle moment a decade later. And I thought the one of the most interesting songs is actually Golden G-String, which she did with Emil Haney, who did all the like early Alana. I think that's a really good overview of her career and the men in power and putting on a show for people and feeling 
like she had to be entertaining, but also they told her to cover up. So she didn't. And the lyrics of that song are really good, I think. And my other favorites, Give Me What I Want, is like Nine Inch Nails, Closer. It sounds just like it. It's really good. I really love Angel Like You. So good. Uh, Plastic Hearts, the actual song. And What the Fuck Do I Know? I Really that opening streak of like, I, it only really kind of dips for me between High and Hate Me, but I still really like those songs. I guess I probably, just because they're slower, the pace is so fast at the first seven songs that it kind of dips a bit. But those songs are great as well. High has some of her best vocals on there. Hate Me kind of reminds me of Noah, actually. It kind of reminds me of like Noah's brooding emo girl vibe, which is interesting. And yeah, I think this is a really, really strong album. I, It's too soon to say, but I kind of, I just feel like it's her most authentically her album. I don't I agree know. with that. I, um, I don't, you know, I don't know if I'll immediately say it's her best album, but I kind of feel like it is because I, I think it sounds like the true Miley experience. So I'm really, really into this album. I haven't stopped listening since Thanksgiving. And uh, yeah, it's giving me all the... The other part of it is like, this is a reminder of early Hillary, early Lindsay. Like, this is when our pop girls were pop rock. I know, even like the pinks and the blacks and the text and like all the graphics. I'm like, oh my God, speak by Lindsay Lohan's impact. Literally. And I don't think that's even an accident. I think that's like exactly kind of where they were trying to hit too, because... It's almost like what she grew up around. And then she even, like, during the breakout era, like, Seven Things, Fly on the Wall, like, the signs were all there that this is what the album was eventually going to be. We have to stand. We are, I feel like that Avril meme of that interview where she's like, I like to break things. I'm a rock girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel after listening. I like to smash things, get mad. (laughs) Those early Avril albums, too, are so good. Oh, yeah. like, But after hearing this, I was like, oh, Mr. James Dean, Hillary. Like, literally, Iconic. it's not that different. Yeah, it's it's there. When our girls were really, like, all about guitars and drums and stuff, it was it was a time to be alive, that's for sure. Yeah. Sure was, <sighs> wasn't it? <laughs> so, yes, we highly endorse Plastic Hearts. And I'm really happy it's finally out. I feel like she gets to hopefully do more live performances. And Do we think she's going to tour with this? I feel like she's not. I don't know. I mean... It almost feels very um, kind of like folklore. Like, I don't know if it's going to carry over into like the end of next year. Like, it feels like a moment in time album. Yeah. Yeah, it's and possible. I'll be okay with that. It's possible. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know what the plan is. I think it makes for a really easy to do um, live backyard sessions, which she's already done this year. Um, But something like that, but maybe a little more extravagant and have all the features appear. You know, that seems very doable. A Plastic Hearts one night only event. I don't know. I, it's hard to say because I don't know when anyone's touring. So it's hard to say like if they can tour in three months, which they won't, but if they could, then maybe, but if it would take a full year, I don't know. Cause she moves on so fast anyway. That Right. She'll probably have a new album out. Right. So we'll see, but super into it, super into the voice, super into the, the look, 
just into all of it for this era. So congrats, Miley. You did it. We did it, Miley. You did it, Miley. You're going to be the next punk rock princess of the United States. (laughs) Oh, wait. Did you see the TikTok trend of everyone sitting at their Thanksgiving tables with their families all being like, we did it, Joe. Yes, I did. Their prayer. (laughs) Their prayer. (laughs) I saw that one and I saw the WAP one. (laughs) They all said... They all did the lyrics to Wet Ass Pussy as a family, which is iconic also. You should do that with your mom. I definitely should. I actually want to drive around with my mom to listen to this album because she would love it. She's very of the hair metal era. Like she loves, um, you know, Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. So I feel like she'll really like this. Oh my God. Mama Moo Moo's is plastic heart era incoming. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely. Oh, queen. Totally. Can't wait but, yeah. to see her again. Um, I know, not, in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in the state that I was in the first time I met her. So embarrassing. Well, it'll that'll fit plastic hearts. Yeah, it'll be really cute. Sunglasses at night. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, well, we had a lot of really great music come out this week, and we have more things to look forward to very soon. We do, including a new album from Queen Inna, I cannot wait. Ugh, I can't wait. Some of it, I think she accidentally uploaded it to YouTube where they did it on purpose. But yeah. there's a song called Thicky. I am obsessed. It sounds, somebody uh, pointed out to me that it sounds like uh, Dev in the dark. It's very that. Dance, 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 dance in the dark. Yes, except it's Thicky. <laughs> it's already, I'm just very into it. And yeah, she she never fails. So Romanian Queen of Pop, Ina, coming soon, December 4th, I believe. And also on December 4th is the most festive time of the year. It's time. Mariah's special Christmas special <laughs> is coming to Apple Music. No, Apple <laughs> Plus, TV, TV Plus. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't, you know, some of the girls were asking if we were going to do a live thing, but I think this is just something that like plops on there at midnight or something. So I don't, also, do you need an Apple TV to watch Apple TV or can you just, no, I think you can sign up for it online. I don't think you, well, I think you need an Apple device. So like you can watch on your laptop. Okay. But I don't think you definitely don't need the TV. I I think you can watch on your laptop. Okay. I'm uh, looking that one up. (laughs) We are going to find a way to watch the Mariah Christmas special and see this Jennifer Hudson, Ariana Grande collab. And there's tons of guest stars and she looks incredible. There's like this long white dress that she wears in one of the promo pics. That's so gorgeous. I'm Uh, so excited for this because she's getting a production. Yes. It's well-deserved. The queen of Christmas. Granted, most of it looks like it's CGI, but like we stand. You know what? That's That's fine. That is the future. Oh, speaking of CGI. Um, I didn't write this in our notes on this episode for today, but oh. did you see the KDA music video for I'll Show You? No, I have not yet. Okay, so Ari's solo era incoming. Um, uh-huh. But my favorite track on the KDA EP, I'll Show You, has a concept video, and she's basically a queen of pop dreaming about being on stage. And she's like sitting there and she's sad. And then she gets in this little 3D ball that literally looks like work bitch promo from Las Vegas. And then the orb like opens up exactly like Britney's did. And I was like, oh my God, her impact. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay, and I'll definitely watch. I mean, I yeah, I it's love really the KDA good. EP, and yeah, okay, I'll check that one out. I'm gonna look that one up. And at the end, she's a queen of pop, and I was like, you, yeah. Uh, and finally, the most important thing of all, as we've mm-hmm. ke- kept reminding everyone, one night with Bobby Rexa is coming soon. Our queen, uh, we will be watching and streaming and live chatting. I right, think this is going to be live, right? Yeah, yeah. Which means, who knows what that could mean? That maybe we can pop into the chat. The bad bitches and Rexars only telling her eight thousand of you. Okay, a thousand people just left. Get the fuck on my fucking chat. <laughs> Power bitch moves this December. I hope that she goes like live, live. Like I want her to flip out. Yeah, no, absolutely. Ugh, what an icon. Truly. So we're very excited. BB Rexa coming soon. I wish she was doing Roblox though, because that would have been so oh, fucking funny. God, baby, I'm jealous featuring Lava. <laughs> or god. like a Minecraft tour. Yes. Ugh. Oh my god, Matt Zoe did a, a Minecraft event. It was like really like strobe heavy i was like oh this is a bit too much oh well she'll find some game to game to i don't know what what kind of mmorpg battleship <laughs> <Yeah>. i don't know <laughs> Bobby Rexa, animal crossing <laughs> yeah i wish oh my god if you're a pervert get out of my island yeah <laughs> <laughs> right like performing on the sims 4 yeah <laughs> Uh, well, we laugh because we stand. Um, we do well until that night. Well, until next week, we'll be discussing Mariah and all of that. What else is coming next week? Any other albums for the rest of the year? Um, no, right? Unless there's some surprises, you never know. Yeah, <laughs> glory on a quadruple vinyl. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the definite <laughs> glory a track. Oh no! Don't don't even give them ideas. Yeah. Well, next week we will be getting festive and merry and discussing Mariah. Then it's one night with Bobby Rexa, and then we have the Legends Only Awards coming soon. Spotify Wrapped is coming up. It's a stats December. Then twenty twenty is fucking over. So until then, (laughs) we will (laughs) see you soon. (laughs) four more fucking weeks (laughs) I'm still laughing at BB and Island honestly she I mean Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.